Hi, my name is Sean Shaler. That's my friend Chris Ford, a.k.a. The Objective Geek of YouTube and Twitter and the Downstairs Couch. And this is Avatar The Last Podcasters. It is our it is our third episode. It's getting late. Chris isn't feeling 100%. He's, he's not going to say it because he's not a complainer. I'll say it for him. So, you know, forgive our... Our raspy, uh, our raspy voices. Um, but we wanted to get one more episode in before the holiday season when we are both, uh, I don't know if you're traveling or whatever, but, you know, doing holiday things. And so we made it Christmas. I'm going to the Lakers game. Oh, I'm this right, recording, which is awesome. It will be. Yeah, whenever this records, the next day. So I think. No, never Whenever it's published. If, so let me Probably twenty third or twenty second, depending on what platform. Yeah, that sounds right. Twenty third for YouTube, twenty second for podcasts or whatever, something like that. Um, and you're going on that day. Uh, That's there's a Lakers game on twenty third. Twenty third. Yeah. And they are playing the Thunder, of course, which is no no slouch in their own right. So it's that's good. It's not like you live in Detroit. Uh, and our Pistons fan, not that living in Detroit is bad. I just it's a tough brand of basketball to watch. So I'm glad you get to watch not Detroit play the Lakers. That's good. That's a win. Yeah. <laughs> um is this your first NBA game? Yeah, first NBA game. Nice. And it, uh wish list items. Hopefully LeBron and Anthony Davis are both actually like playing. I know. I keep just hoping that they're playing. I mean, I'll have fun either way, but yeah, it's yeah, a Lakers game play. regardless. Yeah. But just Austin Reeves looks better next to LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Yeah, and... I'm I'm happy where they signed him at. People were expecting that he was going to get signed for like a hundred million deal or something, and you just and they came in a more reasonable, like uh, I think maybe eighty four years. I mean, like, right. I'm proud and impressed with him as a human, but a hundred mil for that guy, hmm, that's like that's that's excessive spending, is what that would be. Um. I feel like now I'm just going to leave that one. So anyway, I also, I'm not a Thunder <laughs> fan per se, but like a, like what's it like something between a fan and a sympathizer. Like I like the Thunder, but I don't go out of my way to watch the Thunder. Yeah. I just, I don't know. They, they're, they, they play a disciplined brand of like basketball team management just to feel the competitive team most years. And that's, that's nice. You need those teams to do that in small markets to be successful. So uh, Chris, enjoy that. I'll go to Dodge City and I'll be on a farm. So, you know, same thing, really. No. Uh, <laughs> hey, if we don't say it, we'll say it at least one more time. But you know, happy holidays or, or Merry Christmas. Or if you don't care about the holidays or Christmas or New Year's, we hope you just have a great, a great week. Um, especially because, hey, it's like a challenging, stressful time of year. So we hope you get some you time, some downtime, and that you get to enjoy that and you can rest and relax. Chris, that being said, anything you want to share about what else you're doing or up to before we jump into this episode? Any Christmas presents that you've already given yourself three weeks before Christmas? I've got, um, I'm, I'm only saying that because I got mine, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I buy stuff all the time. And, I, and, and they keep coming at their bad times. And my wife keeps seeing the packages. Usually I try to just get the pack. Packages, get them out, 
feather buds, throw away the package pots and stuff. But sure, sure. Oh, uh, more onto it now. I so we my house is a little opposite in that like I always just tell my wife I don't I need this to sound important. My wife does not really care how much I spend because she knows that I am cheap, right? She doesn't have to worry that I'm going to go crazy. Uh, so when I say that I tell my wife, Heather, anyone who knows Heather would be like, she doesn't make you tell her. You're right. She doesn't. I just do it. Uh, but that being said, I try to come up with like clever things of like why I bought some. I was like, I bought this one because I successfully folded the laundry in under five minutes flat. Like it'll be stupid stuff like that. It's not real. It's just like trying to make up fake occasions for it but i bought this one because i only hit the snooze button one time this morning and i deserved a present uh and that's become like a you know what i found i found the best snooze time is actually like three minutes in between alarms i i actually i was kind of joking i hate the snooze button chris i think the snooze button should burn in hell i despise it and I I have very strong snooze button feelings. We're about to have a snooze button. I'm surprised that you're... I'm actually very surprised you're adamant about hating the snooze button. Was it John Cena one time to say he hates the snooze button? That sounds right. Someone... I was like, screw that. Snooze snooze button's cool. I'm not not ready to get up quite yet. Let me just lay here a little bit longer. Oh, oh, what's the first thing you... The first thing you do is delay something? What, oh, what would no, you no, do no, that? No, no. I don't, do no, no, no. I don't think that way, and I hate that argument. Like the way we're going to start okay. today is by I procrastinate all the time. That's a shit argument. The argument, Chris, is that I want three more minutes of uninterrupted sleep. Uh, I'm not a good sleeper. Okay. I th- we've talked. Okay. About, we've talked about before. You're a better sleeper. Yeah. You probably fall back, get some rest in that three minutes. I I don't. To me, it's just an alarm that went off earlier. Right. I don't fall back asleep. So yeah, just hook me up with the extra five minutes. My wife. Loves the snooze button, and that doesn't always go well in our house. <laughs> There's not really oh, like man. a one sided <laughs> alarm, uh, but nope, just just hook me up. I, I like you know, it. she could wear, you know, she has a watch, the watching can go off on her alarm, and yeah, it like won't a quieter, you up more localized deal. Yeah. Um, well, no, it'll vibrate, it'll vibrate your leg. Oh, yeah, vibrate would be cool because that, yeah, that could be very handy. Um, I also understand that you have kids, you have more variables, uh, right? And I'm respectful of that. But I have, I can have my morning like pretty much down to a science with, with a limited number of, I don't have to leave the house anymore. I don't have to account for weather or traffic. So there's like an exact amount of time that I need to, to prepare mm-hmm. in the morning. So, you know. Oh, man. Ugh, those variables. Like when my when my son has to poop in the morning, it throws off my whole freaking day. How do you work? Like I did not factor this in into the thing. Poop on a snowy morning that you have to go to work. Because how do you? That's chaos. Like I I planned out my morning to like all right mornings. I don't have to take my youngest in daycare. I wake up at about seven seventeen. I get up, get my son ready, and then I go make their lunch. Or I make them, I make them breakfast. And I make both the kids lunch, and then that's done at about seven forty. Then I can go take a shower because the bus doesn't get here until about eight o'clock. So I can go take a shower, and then I can pretty much be ready for my own job, and then get them on the bus, and, and then start work. But throws me off when he's like, "Oh, I got," he's like, "I gotta use the bathroom," and it's like, "Crap!" It's like ten minutes. 
that throws me off. Now everything is backed up 10 minutes. I can't start my shower till 7.50, but that's too late. Because I take a pretty good 9-10 minute shower. And now I'm pushing too much up against the kids' school. So then I got to wait until after they're on a bus to take a shower. Then I don't really start work until like 8.25 or something. Instead of 8.05. I, and so I, I want I don't want to be disrespectful of your use of the snooze button because if you wake up and you look outside it's not snowing and your son's not like tugging on your arm being like I gotta poop you know what Chris you go ahead you take that extra three minute segment of sleep that you deserve I have I have no qualms with that um yeah. <laughs> anyway that's, that's Chris and Sean on the snooze <laughs> button everybody come here you're gonna walk away with some knowledge. <laughs> Uh, Chris, today. I, I mean, I'm sorry to Avatar fans who who watch. There's, there's, you know, there's some who put who, and I'm thankful that they put the timestamps in there. Sometimes when we don't, when we get to put them, and we are tangent, very tangy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I hope sometimes you guys get a little bit something out of it. I hope the people who want to jump straight to the topic, at least like that little like half-hearted SMH, like what the hell. And then they skip ahead. They don't get angry. They're just like, uh, okay. Uh, All right. With that being said, let's talk about the WNBA playoffs. Um, the WNBA playoffs. That's perfect. No, Chris, let's talk about our Avatar Christmas wish list, which is intentionally a little ambiguous so that we would have uh, a broader variety of things and opinions. Yes, and so uh, Christmas wish list. Um, this isn't. This is just like a, a list of things that we want to see, whether that be physical things, TVs, projects, anything really in the Avatar realm to come in in the near future to the next year, I guess. Till next year. Perfect. Uh, we're doing top five. Top five. Would you like to snake draft order? Yes. Excellent. Um, I'll I'll go first. I'll hit you with my number five first. Okay. And that's that. The Chris, I hope the Roku book doesn't suck. I just I'm so I'm nervous. It's this isn't like my biggest wish. Like it's <laughs> it's number five for a reason, but it is one of my biggest yeah. anxieties. Because of, uh, you know, media, multimedia is a tenuous thing. And I just want all Avatar content to be good content um, and promote the universe that I love. So I don't want the Roku book to suck. At least if it does, it's it's the book. And that's going to cause less, like, chaos than if the Netflix show sucks. So I guess there's that. But oh. anyway... Yeah, no, that's not, not on my list, but I thought about adding it. But yeah, it's a. Uh, I think it'll be. I, it'll be, I think at most it'll be fine. Like but yeah, it's just. Yeah. It, it almost needs to be great for me to get over not being that excited for it. Same, same. Like something's going to have to be completely unexpected for me to kind of change my tune. Yeah. All right, my number five is more. Avatar action figures. Um, McFarlane hasn't released any new ones recently, uh, and I hope Avatar keeps keeps uh, keeps it going. Keeps more av- Avatar action figures. 
so far, we've gotten uh, a lot of them. We've gotten Zuko, Azula, Iroh, Aang, Sokka, Katara, Hoth. I might have said Azula. Uh, oh, and Ozai. So we've gotten Ozai figured so far from McFarlane. But man, need to branch out into Legend of Korra. I really want some more core aspects. I understand, like, business-wise, why they haven't done it. Like, Avatar is the main ship of 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 this. Um, but, man, I want some more action figures. Even if you get more action figures of side characters, like Boomy or um, or, or Mei and Tai Li. Uh, just, you know, more things. But specifically, Legend of Core action figures. That's that's awesome. I like that it's a tangible, actual Christmas wish list item. Chris, you want to snake back with your your number four? Yeah, number four. Not in the same realm. I just really want a Kyoshi statue. <laughs> what? Give me a. I'm really excited for the next year. We're giving an Iro statue, getting a Toph statue from Diamond Select. I thought they were. I thought Diamond Select was almost done doing statues for Avatar, uh, because McFarlane started doing uh, at least one Aang statue. It's a pretty decent statue, but the Diamond Select statues I think are great. Um, so I'm really looking forward to those. I hope they branch out, do more. I just really want a Kyoshi statue. I have a 3D printed Kyoshi statue that I haven't started painting yet. I actually primed it yesterday because the weather was great, and it was like the first time in a while that I could go outside because the weather has to be like specifically uh, between like 50 and 90. At least it's like, and, a uh, that, that was a nice one. You said specifically and you're like between 50. And I was like, he's going to say like 50 and 60. No, 50 and 90. That's a, <laughs> that's a palatable range at least. Yeah. But like in the winter though, it doesn't. No. Well, except for today, but yeah, yeah. otherwise no. Yeah. That's yeah, it's gorgeous outside. That's weird. Like, I was getting hot for a little minute. It was it was December out, and I just like took a walk. It was messed up. Yeah, I was in downtown Lawrence. Nice, nice, nice this time of year. Um, at least when it's not snowing. Chris, my number four is uh, to spend some time talking with you about the tabletop RPG. Uh, you know, we'll we'll my we'll oh, some, okay. we'll we'll take some action to. Uh, learn how to how to dm because again i play dnd i don't have a mind for dming that chris has never done tabletop rpg right so there's a there's a learning curve to like give it a fair shot and i think i mentioned either last week or two weeks ago that i watched a couple videos and it's it's got some like light balancing issues but if you're familiar with tabletop rpgs like man only the best ones don't only your 50 year old dungeons and dragons that have been perfected to a t by literal scientists and mathematicians over decades don't have mm. some balancing issues. So like, that's fine. So I'm excited for that. So to take some steps for us to, uh, to get to play that at some point. Yeah, that's good. Uh, this is not on my list, but at some point I want to put, to go kind of along with this in almost the opposite direction. Uh, <laughs> I want to get a pro bending game going. You know, we make up the rules and stuff. One of these days, I want to gather Avatar fans from across probably Kansas City area uh, and 
get a pro bending game going on. Ran out one of those little gyms like he rented. Like, oh, that was in Lawrence. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. I mean, you know, gym rental is tenable. Yeah. Uh, Chris, can it be as simple as, uh, at least to start, can it be as simple as like different colored dodgeballs in different colored zones and we figure out how to make make the the use or the consequences of each unique or like I'm trying to think of something tenable, something realistic that doesn't involve, you know, a specific arena <laughs> of futuristic technology that we don't have. So uh anyway. Oh really? I just I just think just just three different types of projectiles. So dodgeball, probably like a Nerf football, and I can't I haven't what narrowed about like a Nerf down. Nerf frisbee, like a round shaped that that you have to throw differently. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah. I think we could. We could do that. It'd be a fun, a fun random kind of event sometime. Uh, Chris, my number three is my most contentious, my most contentious pick that everybody will hate. I don't want the live TV show. I want the live TV show to succeed. That's my like bigger wish. I want it to be good and mm. faithful, but unique, right? To offer something new, just like we always say. But my specific ask is that it's not too romancy. I just, that's not what made relationships make the Avatar universe special, but not specifically the romantic relationships. I just don't want it to be too centric on those and because it's Netflix I have a legitimate fear that it could be not that it will be but that other Netflix properties have have done that to some degree yeah okay yeah that's a oh, sure. I'm not really that concerned about it but I, I understand your concern about it because it's going to be something different delicate need like, I wonder I wonder balance. yeah uh, check the volume. My number three. Check volume. Thank is, you. Is uh, a really good trailer for the Avatar movie. I'm, I'm just to get our first kind of glimpse at it. Very excited to see that. The movie comes out. I just checked. I believe that's correct. October 10th of 2025. So we should possibly get a trailer in late 2024. Um, so really excited to see that. The interesting thing is, is that the Batman Part Two comes out the week before that. So I'm curious if Avatar will hold on to that release date. I mean, granted, it's it's kind of two different audiences, except for me. It's just like the, <laughs> the it's like there's some I mean, crossover, but it's not a huge crossover. Yeah, you know. really enough, Batman the animated. I mean, if I look at the top five cartoons of all time. Batman the Animated Series and After Last Airbender are are in that. And I think there is a, a lot of people who love both shows who are just fans of really great cartoons. Yeah. Um, All right. Yeah. Oh. That was a... My... Oh, yeah, you're number two. You're right. Yeah. My number two is... My number two is... I want more Korra. I'm not done with Korra yet. Like we got, we got the, the movie coming out about adult gang. Um, we got the live action 
So, but I'm not done with core. I need more good core content. And so far, we haven't really. We, I don't know when's the last time we got really good core content. I think it was probably when they released Ruins of Empire. Um, any more of that, whether it's in a novel form or a graphic novel form. I want more core content. Or at least the announcement of more core content. I'm pretty sure it won't come out in 2024. But projects in the works for more Quora. Nice. Um, Chris, my number two, and I wrote it like this on purpose. Can we get a good damn Avatar The Last Airbender video game? Oh my gosh. Please. I don't even have to be great. Just a good one. Just one that I'm like... What Hogwarts Legacy did for Harry Potter for me was make me like revitalize my hope of you would not even have to love the franchise to want to play this very good video game. And I just don't think there's a good reason why Avatar, it wouldn't be at the same production that like just money. All right, I get that's a good reason, but I'm not expecting realistic graphics or anything like just cartoon it up. Flatten it out. I don't need fancy textures. I'm willing to sacrifice tons and tons of graphical detail in exchange for a good game. I almost think at this point... It's legacy. I almost think at this point, in order for it to be successful, they would might have to go more of that realistic route just to separate it from the, the last uh, game. I just... Man, I just... It, it's such a... This property feels like it could have great video yeah. game potential from a number of different angles. And it just, none of them, man, not one. I I know the Platinum Games did, did like an okay job. Uh, it's a little narrow for my taste, but it is a good game. I'll give it that. But like, give us the Avatar universe in a, in a game that doesn't suck, please. Yeah. And and my number one, I'm going to start big and cheesy, but then I do get narrowed down in specific. My big cheesy number one is that, hey, if all the I, I want all the Avatar things to, con, to, to be good, right? Because that's good, first of all, because we love it. Second of all, it's like good motive for us in our continuation of the podcast to have new content to cover, right? That's all good things that we're doing well enough that we keep covering the podcast. Uh, at oh, I think we're going to do blind rankings every episode. Blind rankings every... Listen, when we get fiery, <laughs> if you're into that, we love those blind rankings uh, where Chris's formulas work. They're even better. <laughs> they, they work. I want Chris... I'm not, I'm, not like, I'm not liking this questioning. Granted, I'm, fa- I'm, I'm, you know, I'm fallible, but... I'm just saying... It was completely saying randomized. My number one wish is for Chris to get a better Excel sheet. No, uh, my number one wish is that all the things Avatar are, are good because that, that's good for us and fun for us and it's good motive for us. But specifically to narrow it down, um, I take a lot of pride in what we do at Planet Comic Con. It's, it's, it's unique. Like a lot of people have podcasts. Not a lot of people have panels at conventions, like big conventions, you know. So I take a ton of pride in that. And so, you know, I hope it goes well and that people come and enjoy it. And um, it's very it's very meaningful to me that we get that and do that in the past few years and have a lot of fun with it. That's my number one. Oh, that's great. Um, yeah, well, the panel goes 
good. Hope it's successful again. Uh, I literally check my email every single day for the confirmation that we got the panel. And I hate that. I don't get like a firm, oh, thank you. Your thing has been submitted thing. And so, so that, that annoys me. I'm like, wait, did I not do it? I know I did it. Um, but, but so every day like I check for that. There, like, wait a minute. Yeah. But so every day I check for it. I looked at the timing wise. Timing wise, I think we should know. Should know by now, uh, by December twenty second. Um, but really looking forward to that. I hope that uh, it's gonna. I think this year's Planet City Comic Con, Planet City Comic, Planet Comic Con, uh, <laughs> is going to be the best one for Avatar fans ever. So and and you know I hope we'll be a part of that and. I always think our panel could be, you know, I think people would have, could potentially have just as much fun at our panel as any other panel, big or small. Agreed entirely. Uh, oh, but my number one. I forgot my number one. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we, I thought we were just sharing a moment there where we had the same. No, we did. <laughs> it's a bonding moment. <laughs> my number one. Let's just sort of go along with your first half what you were saying number one I really wish I think we're going to get there that the live action show is great because I, I love this this story I love this this is you know I think one of the best stories one of the best worlds to dive into um, it's maybe I'm, I'm a little contradictory a little oxymoronic and sometimes I'm like Avatar used to be just like this almost niche thing that that I really love. Like there used to be like five YouTubers talking about Avatar, and that was it. And now, like as it became popular, more of those big channels started covering it and stuff. I'm like, you guys don't know. like, <laughs> you guys don't <laughs> don't really care as much as I care about it. Um, but that's kind of stupid for me, Chris. I know, right? Like, <laughs> why am I? Why do I even? There's two things in my head. One part is a little, a little more gatekeepy. The other part is like, oh man, I can't wait for people to find this and stuff um, and get into it. You're, you're not. Like, I think we all, we all have that inside of our hearts for for certain things. It's like you want um, your loyalty to to be rewarded, essentially. Yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, like this, I think this is like to be the Star Wars. For a generation, and the well is so freaking deep. Like, oh, you know what? That should be another thing to add to my list. Get more stories beyond the characters we already know. I was just thinking about it. Could be the Star Wars, like, but don't do what Star Wars <laughs> is doing. There's a whole, you know, it's there's a whole universe, and I'm there's I, a I 10, thousand... the Roku novel. It's not the Roku novel's fault, but it's just kind of the idea. But like. Don't 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 give us that story when you got a whole universe yeah. of other stuff. And it's, sometimes you might not financially be rewarded for adventuring outside of it. The thing is, the novels are never going to be that financially yeah, rewarded. That's, that's gravy. They, it's they a don't. bad example because it's gravy. Yeah, but like they they shouldn't they shouldn't focus on they they have the opportunity in those to go beyond what we already know. Uh, so yeah, like they, to your 
thing about Roku. Like, why go to Roku? Like, you're not going to hurt your bottom line by going to go to some avatar five, not 500 years. The that's just book is probably the safest place to do 5,000 years. It's exactly. Yeah. Uh, Chris, I even think this is getting a little dark and a little tangent. Listen, if you're tired of listening to us, it's possibly a good place to stop. You heard our wish lists. Happy holidays. Uh, Chris, I even think it's a little dark, but like there could have been a cataclysmic apocalypse at some point, essentially in the Avatar universe that very few people survive. Like you can very creatively invent reasons to have wildly different societies and contextual narrative yeah. devices yeah. for any number of Avatar yeah. stories, past or present. Yeah. Or think present. about how Earth was. 10,000 years ago. None of these nations were around. Uh-uh. <laughs> like, Literally none. Not one. Yeah. Uh, and like, so you have more room than we have in reality because you have the existence of this magic that we don't have in reality. So you have more wiggle room. You essentially have deities to, to play. Like, you go find part of that, man. Um... um it, I can understand how you would always probably want the influence of the avatar in it. That's probably the slight. Like anything with Star Wars, you'd want to have the force in it. Anything with avatar, you'd want to have some presence of the yeah. avatar. There wouldn't have to be like a protagonist necessarily, but that like a real and present thing. But that's still yeah. not really a limitation. It's not. I mean, Star Wars did Rogue One, which I think was. I loved it the first time I watched really it. Really nice, yeah. Really nice story, but no, eh, that's my that's my Granted, soapbox. Granted, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, we're bad people to ask because we're not huge. I do. <laughs> so, I think I like a New Hope more than you. Like we generally agree that Empire Strikes Back is is a good movie around which kind of the rest is built. You know what I realized that I love about Star Wars. That I'm like, oh, you know what? I think this is probably my favorite Star Wars movie. Speaking of Jar Jar Binks, I just bought these here, these pops. It's like a... ah, Those are kind of adorable. It's it's the three set of that battle with Qui-Gon Jinn and Darth Maul. I'm going to mess this up. Episode 2 or episode 3? Episode 1? That's episode one already, that battle? Yeah. No kidding. Yeah, this is the... Yeah. People crap on episode one, but this is the best lightsaber battle, I think, ever. Uh, well, Darth Maul is the most entertaining lightsaber fighter on film, oh, yeah. in my opinion. Uh, not just because of the two-ended thing, he just... His choreography uh, in, in yeah. is delightful. Um, but, Chris, I do think I like A New Hope more than you. Oh yeah, and I don't. I'm like probably you know, being too soft on it, but it's like it was so. Uh, at at that time, it was like such a unique and different story that I really try to let that influence me. But anyway. I recently tried to binge Star Wars, so I binged mm-hmm. the first, the prequels, and then I got to A New Hope. I watched it, and then no, I didn't finish A New Hope, and that was like months ago. You tried. Oh, I need to start Harry Potter. It's time to start Harry Potter. We're in the window. 
Uh, we, my wife and I always Harry say, Potter is a Christmas movie. Um, so I'm a no in that camp. I think my my definition. It, you can. It's okay. You can say that if you want, and that can be right. Uh, in our house, we say if Christmas is a notable plot point, it doesn't have to be like an important one, but a notable one. So oh, you. Oh, well, you. Yeah. Okay. Die Hard. Yes. Gremlins. Yes. Harry Potter. Wait, if, Die Hard. Is, is Christmas a notable plot point? It is a notable, but he is there because of a Christmas party. That's the only reason that he's there is a Christmas party. Okay. Uh, right. Harry Potter. I'll, I'll allow it. The first Harry Potter is McCoy. fringy. Okay, the first Harry Potter is fringy because he gets the invisibility cloak over over Christmas break, right? But it's just it's not. They just all. I'm pretty sure this conversation. They just all feel like really good November to December, Thanksgiving to, to New Year's. That's the best time. To it watch is, it is. those movies. Uh, they, because they feel like Halloween movies and like Christmas movies. Yeah, like sorry. Halloween. Movies. Yeah, Halloween uh, to New Year's. Quidditch is their football. It just, it feels, it feels right. But anyway, that's, we Heather and I had a long talk. And if Christmas is a notable plot point, it is a Christmas movie. Uh, then I forced her to watch clips of the movie Gremlins. And she was not mm. terribly fond of Gremlins. I never watched Gremlins before. It's not a people are gonna. It's not a good movie. Uh, it doesn't look good. The second one is very self-aware in a way that movies at that time didn't do. Chris, in the second Gremlins movie, Hulk Hogan is in a movie theater watching the first Gremlins movie. In the second Gremlins movie, right? It's extreme. It's hard to describe. Uh, but no, they're not. They're not my, not my jam personally, but. Um, at any rate, hey, happy holidays or Merry Christmas or ha- happy end of December slash end of year, whatever you feel like. So go celebrate something just because you deserve it. Whatever that is, go do go do that thing for yourself. Treat yourself. My name is Sean Taylor. That's my friend Chris Ford, a.k.a. The Objective Geek of YouTube and Twitter. Chris, thanks for hanging in there. You don't sound too bad, but you're definitely getting stuff here. Go, uh, go take some NyQuil and pass out. Um, find some codeine, some prescribed codeine. I think you have to prescribe codeine. Leave us comments, likes, positive reviews, thumbs ups, uh, click the bell or whatever. We're grateful for all of it. I'll leave information as always down in the description. And thanks for watching. We'll see you. See you next time. We'll put out maybe one more for the new year. We'll see. See you later. So long. Farewell to you again. Goodbye Until we meet again. It's been great to sing and play together in the box and now.